It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. Welcome to Courage to Overcome with your host, Cheryl Jennings. Each week, Cheryl will feature and discuss the many challenges of those living with disabilities, along with the various issues that are faced by their families that are caring for them. So now, please welcome the host of Courage to Overcome, Cheryl Jennings. Welcome to tonight's program on Courage to Overcome. You're listening to Cheryl Jennings, your host, and I'm so thrilled to be able to come to you each week and to share some information about those that I'm getting to know and how they can help you understand a little bit more about the challenges you face, how to have courage, and to learn some lessons that they've already learned and want to share with you. You see, when we go through any kind of a problem in life, we're not the first one that's ever gone through that, and we certainly will not be the last. But as we're going through different challenges in our lives, we realize that there are things that we struggle with, getting information or getting resources or finding out how to do things. And when we learn those how to manage to go through those challenges. We learn some valuable lessons that other people who are coming along need to also know. And it's very frustrating to me to know that I have a son that is now 46 that has cerebral palsy. And I met people this last weekend at a military base uh, at a workshop for special needs families. And I heard parents breaking down, crying because they're still being given the wrong information. There's still such a lack of how do people find out what a diagnosis means, what can they do about it, how do they handle the programs, the problems that they're facing, how do they go through an IEP at school, who can help them with these things, how do we find out when we can get some therapy, how to get the diagnosis, who are the therapists that are in our areas. You see, there's so many things that a parent doesn't know. And a lot of times they almost shut down because it's so hard to accept the fact that you have professionals 
who can look your child in the eyes and say there is no hope for this child. They don't have all the answers. And I'm telling you, as parents, you must be courageous. You've got to find your voice and you've got to be bold and learn to say, I'm going to do the best I can. I am going to find out as much as I can to make my son or my daughter's life better than what they tell me. But to always be looking for how other people can connect to you and that you can connect to them because the support that we get from having others that are either in the same process or just ahead of us is amazing because we learn things from them. We learn how did they get the information that they have. We can go to those resources and we can But even now, I know there's so much better because we can go to the Internet, we can Google problems, we can find out a diagnosis, we can research a lot, but we still have to get involved. And that's what I want to encourage you to do. And tonight, I have a very special guest because this is a lawyer who told me he was in private practice and said, you'll probably want to know why a lawyer in private practice is getting involved in cerebral palsy. So I'm going to let him tell us tonight uh, his story, how he got involved, what does he do, and some of the things that he sees that parents struggle with and where he sends them for some of the information that that they need. And I want to give you the site first that's cerebralpalsy.org. And this is a fantastic resource right there. And we are celebrating a month of cerebral palsy awareness. And I hope that this is something that if you don't have a child with cerebral palsy, you can reach out to a friend who does have a child with cerebral palsy or a friend who is who has cerebral palsy themselves, and that you can understand a little bit more about the struggles they're going through and can say, you're doing great. I'm so proud of you. Look at the things that you can do instead of focusing on the things they cannot do. We've got to get in the mode of seeing positive things about people who have some challenges that are you're seeing because we know that if you have something that is not obvious to others, you still face a challenge yourself. It could be emotional. It could be financial. It could be within the family. But everybody's got something that they struggle with. So when you see a walker, a wheelchair, or something like that, you just are seeing their problem out in the open. And there are people that need a pat on the back and I am focusing so much on the caregivers of those who have these disabilities because I have come to see in all of the years of working with families and and also realizing what happened in our own lives that the person who is a caregiver is overlooked in conversations. We don't call them up and say, oh, how are you doing? We ask, how's your child doing? What did the doctor say? Well, what what are you doing next? And so we focus all the attention on the patient. And so let's look at both parties tonight. We're going to have a special guest. If you're interested in being part of this show, you, the number that you can call in is a toll-free number anywhere in the world. You can call 855-856-1380. And before we start tonight, I just want to tell you I have a website where you can get some information. You can find out a little bit more about the work that I'm doing, and it's called Courage2, the number 2, overcome.com, 
or you can go to my name, which is Cheryl Jennings, C-H-E-R-Y-L-G-I-N-N-I-N-G-S dot com. And it will direct you right to my sites. And I would love to hear from you. I'd love to know what challenges you are facing. And if you need help, what kind of help can I give you or can I send you to that would help it to make your life easier than what you're dealing with right now? There are so many people that are in our listening audience that may have family members that are going through different kinds of struggles. But please pay attention tonight and be thinking of how the things that you hear are going to apply to your own life or to those that might need to have this information. Keep a pen and a paper handy so that you will be able to take notes, to be able to write down a question. And if you want to call in later on in the program, that we would love to hear from you. We love calls. We love to know what's on your mind so that we can try to answer the problems that you're facing. And I know that you are excited like I am that we have experts who are willing to come on and to be able to share the knowledge that they have with us and help us to be able to work through the issues that we have. Tonight's show is going to be exciting. I'm so happy that you're here with us, and I want you to know that we're glad that you're here. We have just a a moment before we're going to take a break, and I want to give you my phone number in case you need to, at some time later, text me and ask when you could get to visit with me, and we'll set up a time. That number is 580-591-6868, and I'd love for you to just write that down. I'm here to help you, and I'm excited that we can have courage together to help one another. We're going to take a break, and we will be right back. Psychologist, master certified coach, and CEO of the executive and organizational development firm True North Leadership, Dr. Relly Nadler brings his expertise in emotional intelligence to keynotes, consulting, coaching, and training. He is the author of Leader's Playbook and Leading with Emotional Intelligence that lays out tips and tools for effective leadership. Dr. Nadler has designed multi-day executive boot camps for high achievers in Fortune 500 companies and has coached CEOs, presidents, and their staff and developed and delivered innovative leadership programs for such organizations as Anheuser-Busch, BMW, MCI, EDS, DreamWorks Animation, the U.S. Navy, and Vanguard Health Systems. To learn more and get your free iPhone app highlighting his tools with videos, leadership keys, visit www.truenorthleadership.com today. Joseph A. Moylan is the owner of Ion Health, which specializes in very unique medical devices. Ion Health offers biomats, alkalife, and frequency machines. Biomats are a far infrared and negative ion emitting FDA approved medical device. With many different sizes available, you can place them on your bed, on a massage table, or on a seat in your car. It is an unobtrusive way to health. Alkalife machines are water ionizers that cleanse and raise the alkalinity of your tap water, making high alkaline water. 
frequency machines utilize certain frequencies to kill viruses and bacteria. These devices are safe and effective. Coming from a health-conscious background and studying physiology at the Academy of Natural Health, Joseph A. Moylan has 15 years of experience in the health field and wants to help you live a healthy, long life. Visit www.ionhealthbiomats.weebly.com or call 765-520-2988. Don't let your health go astray. Get in touch today. Welcome back, and I hope that you got your paper and your pen ready because I want to introduce to you Ken Stern, who is a lawyer, and he founded an organization to help families, and I want him to be able to tell his story. Welcome to our show, Ken. Well, thank you very much, Cheryl. I greatly appreciate the honor and the opportunity to speak with you and your guests tonight. Well, thank you. Tell us a little bit about your background and what got you interested if you had a family member with cerebral palsy or just how you got interested in helping families with cerebral palsy. Well, I, I've represented the families of special needs children now, Cheryl, for over 35 years. Uh, I have testified on behalf of special needs families before a number of different state legislators. I have been before Congress on this issue. This uh, is an issue which is near and dear to my heart. It is something that I'm very passionate about. and It's something that I have been able to do and help a lot of people over the years, and it gives me a great deal of joy uh, and honor to have served so many families and uh, to have helped them along the way of their journey. That's great. Uh, uh, tell us a little the, bit the, about what, go what got you started. Was it just that you saw so many families that were coming in asking for help? Or right. just what compelled you? Sure. Very early in my career, I, I had a, a keen interest in medicine and the law. And as a young lawyer, you can imagine there's probably nothing more challenging or more rewarding than being able to help a special needs child. And for me, at least, it was always the thing which ignited my passion. It excited me more than anything else in the law. And I made that an area of concentration, an area of emphasis for myself. And from that point, I, I established what ultimately became a 14-person law firm in the suburban Detroit area. And for a number of years, we litigated on behalf of special needs families in Michigan and throughout the country. And it was our great honor to be able to do that. And for a long period of time during the 1990s, I was uh, co-counsel for uh, a large case that had been brought before the Michigan legislature, and we were obviously challenging some legislation at that time that was anti-consumer and, frankly, not in the best interest of special needs children. And we were able to control that legislation and ultimately limit its effect, and it's one of my proudest achievements. Uh, around that same period of time, I was uh, invited to Washington, D.C., and I got a good opportunity to testify and, and to meet with several of our Congress people and to have a chance to educate them about the issues and the unique sensitivities that so many families of children with special needs have to face on a daily basis. So you might say that this has been um, part of my passion. It's part of my soul. It is part of my DNA. Uh, and it has been for a number of years. I find the work to be extremely rewarding. And it was along the course of my travels, professionally speaking, that Sometime around 1995, 1996, we had been litigating then for several years uh, and a variety of issues, I, I should say, because as many of your listeners know, there are a number of legal issues which touch upon families of special needs children. And it may be something 
as basic as access to governmental benefits like SSI or supplemental security income benefits. It could be something as challenging as dealing with the school system, uh, an issue that we refer to as special education advocacy, where the school, the public school system, fails to provide the legally guaranteed right to a quality education. So these are two areas where lawyers typically become involved. And then the third area that touches upon medical care, and regrettably, I have to tell you and your audience, it's unfortunate to have to say this, but the reality is that there is a certain number, if you will, of the total volume of cases involving cerebral palsy, where we can say that there has been some deficiency, some neglect, some substandard medical care, which ultimately has contributed to cerebral palsy. And that's a third area where we where we do get involved. Now, these are legal services areas, if you will, and they don't touch upon areas of nutrition, hygiene, medical care, all the other issues that are very important to your audience. But I was keenly aware at that time, as I am reminded now every day, that there are only so many people which can benefit from legal services. And it was then that about 1995, that I made a commitment uh, inside our firm to form what became known as MyChildAtCerebralPalsy.org. MyChildAtCerebralPalsy.org was uh, an entity which we funded and created for the purpose of providing free services to families of children with cerebral palsy that did not need or did not qualify for legal services. There obviously are a lot of issues that these families require help with, and we wanted to provide a computer-managed service whereby folks could call in and have access to our database that would provide them with important information. So I could get a telephone call today from somebody in Anchorage, Alaska, who is trying to find a used wheelchair. We can help them. I can get a telephone call today from somebody in Tampa Bay, Florida, and they may need help trying to find a good physical therapist. I can help them with that. So whatever the issue is, Parents have a way to call us free of charge to spend as much time and to call as often as they need for access to assistance. And that's what we provide. We're not the medical care provider, but we can help you find one. We can't get the wheelchair in your hands, but I can help you find one. So it is providing that type of service that started in 1995 under the masthead of what we're going to call mychildatcerebralpalsy.org. Now, that organization has shifted and swayed over the years, as you might imagine, but it has grown. It has grown considerably. And to this day, to this day, well over 150,000 families have benefited from the services available and made available free of charge at mychildatcerebralpalsy.org. And that's every day we probably receive another 50 inquiries conservatively. And the problem today that I think so many families face, and I can imagine that your viewing your your listening audience would certainly agree with this. There just is not enough care being provided. So many of the charities, so many of our institutions that were in theory designed to provide this care and assistance are no longer able to do it. And government, you don't have to wander far from the television to understand it. Government doesn't have the funds to provide. So what ends up happening, unfortunately, is that our children are not receiving the education or the therapy that they're legally entitled to receive at school. What's happening is that applications for supplemental security benefits, income benefits, are being routinely denied, even in the face of obvious disabilities and challenging conditions. And as a consequence of these problems, 
families are frustrated and they have no access to the resources, no access for the help that they need. And we all know that it is a struggle and, and raising a child with needs, with special needs, can be challenging. But when government isn't there to help, when friends and family burn out, when there's no one to turn to for access to help and resources, we want to be there for them to provide that hand. And folks call us all the time. Sometimes they're upset. We, we deal with a whole range of emotions, anything from a simple inquiry to outrage, people being upset, people even crying. And our very compassionate call center representatives will sit on the phone. They'll try to talk with people and get them the information and the help that they need. And everyone is always told that they can call as often as they need and talk for as long as they need to. It's a free service, and we're proud to provide it. Oh, my goodness. I am just, I'm in tears myself because I think how many times I wish I had known about the service. I didn't know. And there's so many things that all of us as families are struggling to provide for our child. Okay, I'm going to tell the audience one more time, get your pencils, get your questions to us so that we can help you. This is an amazing program tonight. You cannot miss this. The number to call is 855-856-1380. I am Cheryl Jennings, your host on Courage to Overcome at BBM Global Network. We're pausing to take a break. We'll be right back. I don't want you to miss one minute of this program. Renaissance woman, trailblazer, maverick. Those are just some of the words to describe Tashandra Poulard, owner and CEO of House Virgo Entertainment, LLC, a woman minority veteran-owned entertainment company based in Washington, D.C. Ms. Poulard served 10 years honorably in the United States Navy and departed from active duty to pursue her dreams of becoming an entertainment mogul. House of Virgo Entertainment offers script writing, producing, directing, DJ services, editing, and more. They cater to businesses, corporations, college students, working professionals, aspiring artists and nonprofit organizations, and employ veterans of the armed forces. Tashandra Poulard is pioneering the way we view media and taking her brand global. Visit her at www.houseofvirgoentertainment.com or call 281-515-3740 and like her on Facebook at House of Virgo Entertainment, LLC. Certified professional coach Pamela Reeves can help you with your relationships. Motivational and image coaching are just some of the ways she can help you enhance all aspects of your life. Her book, Is It Love or Merely a Sick Attachment?, helps readers clearly distinguish healthy, loving relationships from toxic ones. Ms. Reeves has put her words into action through Ray of Hope Kenya, an international initiative that provides outreach to victims of abusive relationships there with the goal of helping them rebuild their lives and the tools to avoid abuse. Ms. Reeves operates various businesses interest through her umbrella network, Nella LLC, and credits her success to her diverse work experience. Whatever your goals, whether striking a balance, reinventing your image, or simply lifting your lifestyle, Pamela Reeves will help you achieve them. Your life, your call. Dial 410-902-5715 or email Pamela at pamreg01 at verizon.net. She's also on the web at pamreeves.com and on Twitter at Pamela underscore Reeves. 
Welcome back, and I know that you want to hear every word that's said on this program tonight. I cannot tell you how excited that I am to be able to have Ken Stern on this program. He's a private lawyer who got involved in helping families with cerebral palsy, and I am just, I'm taking notes furiously because I want to take advantage of the offers that he's talked about. And Ken, I just want to repeat something that you've said here, that if somebody is needing some help, and they live even in a different state, even though you're in Detroit, Michigan, they can go to cerebralpalsy.org and they can connect with someone in the office that you have supplied the uh, people to help answer the phones or answer the questions for people that are having struggles getting therapy or getting equipment or something. And you can help connect us to either foundations or if another parent has something that they are, their child has outgrown, connect the families to exchange the things. I, I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. You can, wow. you will never know how much I appreciate knowing this as a parent of a child who's 46 years old to just be learning this. My heart breaks to think of all the things that we've gone through just trying to get equipment. And even if it was supposed to be provided, the runaround that you get from trying to get the services. So please take it from here and tell us a little bit more about the foundations and things that you've put into place. Sure. Um, let me, if you don't mind, Cheryl, let me give everybody in your listening audience a, a phone number that they can call to, because beyond accessing the website, that's obviously a free resource. There's over a thousand pages of information there on a variety of topics. I think your, your audience would be impressed, and I, and I think that they would be pleased to see the, the volume of information that's, aver- that's available. And we have a section on the website that talks about the journey, and, and this may be of interest to you too, Cheryl. It, it really looks at the journey for the parent from birth until adult life and beyond, because the issues, we all know the issues don't stop. They just change. They just change. Right. And it's really important to bear that in mind. So the website is designed to manage your journey, your journey throughout life, taking care of this very special child in your life, the child who deserves anything and everything that we can do to give them the chance to maximize their potential to be the very best that they can be. That's our commitment. That's our commitment. The phone number, oh, wow. the phone number to reach our, our compassionate call center is 800-692-4453. It's 800-692-4453. Now, I have staff there until about seven o'clock in the evening. They start at 830. 8.30 in the morning. They work right through lunch, so feel free to call them anytime uh, from your time zone during those hours, and we should be there. And even if, even if you have to leave a message, I promise we get back to everybody that day. Everybody gets a return telephone call. So I never want anyone to feel that uh, there's too much volume or we can't help everybody. We have a backlog, but I promise you we're very committed to making sure that we get back to everybody. It's very important to us. Oh, I wanted right. to say, uh, go ahead. I wanted to say just just a, a little bit more about why I think this work is is so important right now, Cheryl. For years, um, many of your audience, I'm sure, are familiar with an organization, United Cerebral Palsy. There have been a variety of charities over the years that have existed for the purpose of making sure that these children receive the care and attention that they do. 
they do need. And I don't want to personalize this, and I don't want to be seen want this to be seen as criticism of any charity or foundation. But the problem is that the charities and the foundations are dependent upon donations, but the donations have followed medical research. So if the charity is not doing medical research, they didn't receive the donations. The problem is that for your audience and for you, Cheryl, the medical donations are fine, but they're not going to help you today. So there's been a shift in focus for what many of these charities and foundations are doing. They're soliciting money for medical research but they're not helping the day-to-day needs, helping with the day-to-day requirements that our children have. And that's why there's been this increasing void, in my opinion. And it really is why we're filling a wider and wider gap with work that we're doing at My Child at CerebralPalsy.org. The demands on our, on our office have increased, as you might imagine, over the past 10 years. And every year, we're, we're servicing more and more folks, and I think it's a byproduct of the fact that the foundations and the charities are no longer doing what we thought they were doing, but they're pursuing money and donations to suit, unfortunately, something that won't benefit our audience on a day-to-day basis, and that's a problem. The other problem that we see on a day-to-day basis is that government is no longer able to do what it needs to do or what it's legally required to do. So our two primary institutions, if you will, the charities and foundations on the one hand and government on the other hand, are really kind of fighting this game, this battle, if you will, with their hands tied behind their back. They really can't do what we want them to do. So it's left a lot of families in the lurch. It's left them without access to help. And I think it's made for a very increasing increasing amount of frustration and uh, difficulty for families that really, really have their hands full as it is. And, and these families deserve to have our help. They deserve to have our respect. They deserve to have our time and attention to make life as best as possible for them and their child. Right. I agree with you. Thank you for saying that. Oh, my goodness. And and and, and not to be be political. You know, we live in in a very, very contentious time politically. It is obviously difficult out there right now. You don't have to go far. You can just look at the TV, pick your station, and you know, there's not a lot of calm out there right now. But when I know that the rights of our special children are on the chopping block and there's a movement to limit their access to resources, you don't have to guess where I was last week. I mean, I'm in Washington, D.C. I'm making sure that our Congress people are aware that our children are being adversely impacted by changes to our health care law. And it's not a good thing. These children are nobody's business, and they have no right, no right to limit their access to health care, limit their access to resources. It's shameful to think that such a thing was even on the table. And it was infuriating to me, I have to tell you, to hear it, uh, but to see it in writing as part of a legislative proposal uh, was not one of my proudest days of our government. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I want to hear a little bit more about that in just a moment, too. But I have, I just have to say this. From the bottom of my heart, I thank you so much for what you were doing that I wasn't even aware of. And being there to represent our families and our children, that means so much to us. And to help us to fight the battles of just information, if if we didn't have to fight the battles of financial problems to try to deal with all the issues that we face. But 
Thank you so much for doing this. We want to hear so much more about what you're doing. We need to take another break. Our number is 855-856-1380. If you have a question, feel free to call us. You're listening to Courage to Overcome, and you've got Cheryl Jennings as your host, and Ken Stern is our guest, and we are honored to have him as part of this program. We'll be back in a moment. America is out of control. Today's capitalism and the approach to money is in fact a symptom of a more widespread pattern of excessive behavior. In his book, The Culture of Excess, How America Lost Self-Control and Why We Need to Redefine Success, clinical psychologist Dr. Jay Slosar portrays an America where excess fuels the drive to succeed. Dr. Slosar examines the cultural factors that lead to excess ranging from obesity to fraud to pervasive budget deficits. His book examines the powerful economic and social factors and their impact on our psychological well-being. Dr. Slosar explores the psychological impact of increasing narcissism, perfectionism, self-destruction, and our identity confusion. He offers recommendations for helping Generation Me become Generation We. Those who resist Slosar's message will want to avoid his discussion of regulation and his recent message that at this point, democracy must be more important than today's capitalism. Get his book now online or by visiting thecultureofexcess.com. For over 50 years, Evelyn Stapula has been a loving advocate for people with disabilities throughout the state of Pennsylvania. President and founder of Big Heart Bridges, her organization actively campaigns for legislation and support of civil liberties that meet the needs of disabled individuals with housing, transportation, and employment. Ms. Dupula has joined forces with a variety of esteemed organizations that advocate for the disabled. She serves on the board of the United Cerebral Palsy of Pittsburgh and the Governor's Cabinet and Advisory Committee for People with Disabilities, and she is a consultant for the Pennsylvania Governor's Conference for Women. Her many efforts have led to the implementation of a transportation program for the disabled with the Access Paratransit System of Allegheny County. Evelyn Stapoulis drives daily to serve the interests of the disabled, to protect their freedoms, and enable them to live normal public lifestyles. To learn more, please call 412-491-2605 or email Evelyn at ers92645 at verizon.net. All right. You've already been hearing some amazing content already. And Ken Stern is our guest tonight, and he is such an amazing man. He has done so much to help families that we don't even realize is taking place behind closed doors, helping us at Congress. And Ken, I want you to tell the families out there who we can write and what it is that is on the chopping block that if there's a bill number or if there's something being proposed that we need to be aware of that would be cutting services to our special children. Right. The most obvious place to begin is by writing and calling your congressman. And that means your your state rep, your, your representatives from the House of Representatives and your senator. So you, you have to get in touch with these people in Washington. So I'm not talking about your state uh, senator or your state House of Representatives. I'm talking about the Congressional House of Representatives and the Congressional Senate. The Congressional folks obviously are legislating and creating our federal law, and it's the federal law which can impact our kids the most right now. It's very important that our folks in, in Washington are sensitized to your concerns, and I would encourage everyone Find out who your local representative is and find out who your local senator is. 
call them, write them, make sure that they know that you're concerned and that you don't want any, any diminishment in the amount of resources or help that your children are going to be eligible to receive in the future. It's shameful, shameful that anyone would think that that would be an appropriate place to start carving up money that's made available to help children. So that's something that's um, basic. I think we all need to do that at this point. If you need help writing letters, we have form letters. We have things that you could ask us to help you with if you need help when you call. But the truth of the matter is there's nothing more impactful than a personal call or a personal note to your congressman and let them know that you're very unhappy and that you don't want anything to take place that would limit the ability of your child to receive the necessary care and services that they're entitled to by law, by law. So I don't think that this necessarily is a political issue. I don't even want it to become a political issue. This is something which is so fundamental, so basic, that every American must have the right to this basic privilege. When we're talking about a special needs child and the unique pressures that every special needs family has to deal with. We all know, we understand how challenging your lives are and how challenging they will continue to be. You deserve our help, you deserve our support, you deserve our loyalty and our friendship and our love. You don't deserve to have your rights or your child's benefits limited in any way, shape or form. So you can imagine how shocked and appalled I was when I saw these things that were about to take place and potentially become law. For the moment, at least, there's been a pause, as, as you're aware from the news last night. So the Health Care Reform Act, or whether it's Obamacare or some other replacement for it down the road, we have to be on guard and remain vigilant throughout this time to make sure that the rights of our children are not impacted in a negative way. It's very important. I, I, I can't say anything more important tonight because if we lose our rights through legislation, and our children are limited in terms of the type of help and health care that they'll be eligible to receive in the future, then we're just ignoring them. And nothing to me would be more shameful. Right. Nothing. Nothing would be more I, shameful. I cannot agree with you more. I just I tell people that I got started doing this because I wanted to be a voice for those who have no voice. I have a son who is not verbal. I mean, he can communicate just a little bit. But it is a tiny bit. And so for him to have any voice at all as his parents, we have been very vocal in trying to reach out to where we live, to our own legislators. When we lived in Texas, we went to Austin. We went to meetings that were in our communities trying to fight against things that they were going to take away. We've been there to try to support the people who were supporting our son. We've had to ask for help because of health our own health breaking down. And I am an advocate to help parents learn how to get some respite care to take care of themselves because once we break down, then we have to depend on someone else to help us with our own children. And it's a hard thing. It's hard because Mm -hmm. you feel badly that you're not doing it, but it's hard to find people who love them like you do. And so it's, it's a huge, huge burden to have a, child that is so totally dependent upon you. And one of my other passions about this, and I think I told you earlier, is that 
the divorce rate in families that have special needs children is so high that we have got to provide ways for families to get some therapy or learn how to communicate better to get the services that would help the family get the help that they need to stay together because it just puts too much pressure on one person in the family to support a child and take care of them and make sure everything is okay. So I'm out there talking on behalf of keeping families together too. And I can tell you, my husband and I have been through every kind of challenge that's possible and we've been together 50 years and I am saying it from my heart we can help you manage to do go through these challenges. There are people like Ken that's out there doing what he can, and now we're just trying to get people activated in ways that we don't even realize what others are doing. This is the first time I've known what you were doing, Ken. I can't even begin to thank you. There is... If I gave you everything I had, it wouldn't be enough to thank you for the work that you are doing on behalf of all of our families. It means well, so much. You're quite welcome. Thank you. Well, I, I, I do appreciate know, your words. I do. Well, I, I want to know, too, is there anything in particular that's coming up right now, or is it just in general the whole health uh, care that we're needing to address and making sure that things aren't cut? Is there um, I think you're right. I, I think for the moment we, we have a breath of air. Um, I don't know when the next bill will be uh, publicized, but I, I know that we need to be on guard. And I think we need to be continually sensitizing our political representatives to our concerns. And it's not too early to begin as early as tomorrow. I would encourage everybody to continue to do that. It's the most important thing. Do not let them limit the rights of our children, please. Okay. Okay, that's what we need to know. Well, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to Courage to Overcome, and we will be right back. Attorney Renee Marie Smith is changing the way we sell real estate. She wrote a series of books called My Short Sale Guru Guides for all real estate practitioners. Whether you're a homeowner wanting to understand the process, an agent who has been handling short sales for years, or an industry analyst wanting to know how short sales impact your business, Renee uses her vast real estate experience to take a comprehensive look at the recent market phenomena while relaying it in an easy-to-understand format. Through her company, Smith Title Services, Renee has counseled thousands of short sale participants and processed in excess of a thousand short sales. Her knowledge is transformational for real estate professionals and laymen alike, and her live presentations provide people the opportunity to ask specific questions about their issues. Buy her books and schedule her to speak at your next event. Visit www.smithtitleservices.com or call 305-705-3428 or email her at renee at smithtitleservices.com. Isn't it time to sell your property today? Learn the My Short Sale Guru way. Do you battle with weight loss? There is a solution. Founder of Weight No More Consulting, Deborah Simons, can help you lose weight safely and effectively through weight loss surgery. I know. I had the surgery two years ago, and I am 135 pounds lighter and medication-free. This full-service weight loss center caters to your every need as you navigate to a healthy weight following surgery. Servicing all of Canada, Wait No More Consulting takes pride in its compassionate care and guides you through each step before and after surgery. Starting with informational meetings, Wait No More Consulting educates each potential client before they decide to have surgery on the health risks of obesity and the various weight loss surgeries available. 
after surgery, Wait No More Consulting provides a solid support system with ongoing meetings to ensure continued success. Deborah Simons and Wait No More Consulting are committed to promoting your health and wellness through maintaining a healthy weight for life. Okay, tonight's program is just electric. I just, I am just so thrilled to have Ken Stern here with us. And last week he said he was in Washington, D.C., talking to congressmen on behalf of our precious children. And I am so thankful for what he is doing and for him being on the program to open my eyes to tell me what all is going on in the organization that he formed. And I think, Ken, this would be a good time to tell about some of the books, e-books that you have and the information that you do to help parents. Right. Um, as everybody in your audience is well aware, there are a number of issues that we have to deal with on a daily basis when caring for our special children. And it might be something like the IEP or special education process. It could be something like applying for SSI or supplemental security income benefits. We have created a number of ebooks, approximately 65 at this point that are all available free online. And if a parent wants a nice, easy, quick summary to read, I I know that your time is short and we do understand that you're stressed with a lot of different issues. So what we try to do is capture everything that you need to know in about five pages. And it's something that you can read at at your leisure when the kids are asleep or early in the morning, whenever you can grab a cup of coffee and sit down by yourself and just concentrate on something. We've got a number of very, very easily digestible uh, booklets, if you will, that you can access online, and they'll quickly inform you about how to manage this process and how to get SSI benefits for your child, what to do if the claim is denied, how to manage the IEP process, how to deal with the school system, how to deal with a problem teacher. All those are issues that we've tried to deal with in our eBooks, and and they're available to you free of charge again. So, again, there's a lot of help and resource available through uh, the website, mychildatcerebralpalsy.org, and I think everybody would benefit from it. Lots of people have already benefited from it, and I'd encourage everybody to at least take a try and see whether or not it can make your life a little easier. Oh, that's great. That's wonderful. Because there are all kinds of questions that we have tried to answer a little at a time, but this is one place where they can get a lot of information, so that's that's wonderful. What are the biggest problems that you see coming into your office that parents are tr- struggling with? Is it finances, or is it trying to get services, or just what is it that you see the the biggest problem? Yeah, I, I think the biggest problem are, are, is really finances. I mean, it, it's not a great secret, obviously. The, the main problem here is that the cost of caring for a special needs child is literally in the millions of dollars over their lifetime. Think about that. If the child received everything that the child needed, it would be millions of dollars. Well, who among us has that kind of money available in our piggy bank available to take care of our child? Surely if we had that money available, we'd make it available to our child. We understand that, but so few of us have access to those resources. So what is a parent to do? It's hard. I mean, you can lean on family, friends, neighbors, and relatives, but we all know there comes a point. There just comes a point in every one of those relationships where we know we can burn people out. We can overstay our welcome. So then what? 
the parent at that point in time is really lost. And unless you have access to services and help from government, whether it's the school system, whether it's SSI, then the parent is going to be feeling an increasing amount of pressure. So I do see a lot of financial pressure. I have to say most of the folks that contact us are moms. It is primarily mothers that are reaching out to us. Part of that is a byproduct of the fact that divorce in this community of folks is very high. It runs as high as 80%, which you know is higher than the national average of about 50%. But I think the fact that there is so much disharmony and so much pressure on families is a byproduct of the financial pressures which invade our lives. So we either have to find a way to provide these families with the help and the resources that they need and provide them as you have so courageously recommended yourself, Cheryl, provide them with the counseling and the support that they need to protect these marriages and to protect these families. If we don't do that, then the very structure of the family itself begins to erode and break down. And when that family union breaks down, nothing is more tragic. I myself was raised by a single mother. I know what it's like. I had the great fortune of being raised by a very courageous woman who raised two young boys all by herself from a very early age in our lives. I know how difficult it can be. And there's nothing that I can tell you that gives me any greater pride than remembering my mother and how important it was for her to see us, her two sons, ultimately succeed. I know that these mothers who raise these children on their own are the angels. They are the angels amongst us. They are the ones that carry the ball and are getting things done. And we want to help them, but we'd also like to make sure that we do whatever we can to try to help the family itself and to prevent that erosion that inevitably occurs when stress, just unimaginable stress invades our house. And you've all been there, you understand it, It is an incredibly difficult thing to manage on your own. And if you're not getting help, then the family can fall apart. And that's a tragedy because losing a father, losing a family, and and families breaking apart in that fashion is a very sad day. And we, we want our children, obviously, to have the benefit of mom and dad in the same house as much as possible and doing whatever we can to provide these families with the support they need. It's financial. It's emotional. It's therapy. It's all of that, and it all needs to be provided for their care and for their benefit, because otherwise the children suffer, and that's that's exactly what we don't need to happen. That's right. Well, tell them one more time how they can reach uh, your office, the 800 number, and also if they want to get online. Absolutely. The, the website, you can find us at cerebralpalsy.org. And the phone number, and I have to say before I leave this topic, it's something that gives me a, a great amount of pride. If you go to Google, and I hope there's no problem with mentioning that name. We know there's other search engines, but try them all. When you type in the word cerebral palsy tonight, you will find our website listed as number one among 12 to 15 million different listings for cerebral palsy. So it, it, it is an honor, and it's also Uh, recognition, if you will, Uh, and people should feel comfortable accessing information. We are a trusted resource, and the search engines will tell you that very thing. 800-692-4453 is the phone number, 800-692-4453. We'd love to help you. Okay. Well, we are going to take our last break, 
And when we come back, I want to just encourage you to come back with your pencil. We'll give you just a little bit more information. We'll take this break and be back in just a moment. WikiWags brings harmony back into your home for male dogs and their owners. Inventor and entrepreneur Linda Jangula has created the disposable doggy diaper wraps made with the male dog in mind. The built-in wicking ability prevents rashing and other potential health issues for your dog. Each wrap comes in four sizes and has dual reattachable magic tabs for easy adjustments. And each size has a 7-inch logo strip for adjustability. So they are comfortable and easy to use. No more fuss, just leave the mess to us. Whether you're in or out, your dog will be free to run about. Stop cleaning and start enjoying your home, and you can even leave your dog alone. To order your WikiWags, visit wikiwags.com, or to find out where to buy WikiWags in your town, visit mywikiwags.com and start enjoying having man's best friend around. The earliest human societies worshipped a female goddess. Little is known about this time because we did not always have a written recorded history. It was around 3100 BC when the Sumerians invented the first written language and everything that preceded this time is prehistory. The prehistorical record includes all of women's unwritten history from 30,000 BC to the time that men began achieving political power around 3000 BC. Male feminist artist Kimberly Berg maintains a strong position in educating and inspiring both men and women through his devotional art to the goddess in all women. Studying their history is paramount to understanding who women were and who they would become later living in a patriarchal society. To learn more about this important time in our history, go to www.isisrising.net. I am just so delighted that Ken Stern had time to be with us tonight. I know he has a very busy schedule, and to know that he's been in Washington, D.C. this last week trying to fight for the rights of children who need this extra care, it's just, it, it, it's just amazing. It's such a wonderful gift. I can't even begin to thank him enough for the work that he's done for all these years, for all the of the advice he's given to the many parents who've come through his doors. And now I hope that we can open up another stream of influence in helping him to be able to even serve more people because there are so many people who are out in our audience who do not know where to turn when it gets hard. They don't know where to turn when they get a diagnosis that their child has something that is wrong, and I have personally known so many families, and it breaks my heart when I hear stories of families who are caring for a child that requires all their attention to find out that all of their friends disappear, and a lot of it's because they don't know what to say, so they just leave. They're no longer in their presence. They don't realize how badly that family needs to know that they are loved and appreciated and that they are doing the right thing by caring for their precious child. And I just want to say that I've had doctors tell me on more than one occasion that I needed to put my child away and forget I ever had him. That was not going to happen. 
And I am so happy that God has allowed me the opportunity to get out there to speak for other families that may not have an opportunity to say thank you to the people who are making it possible for us to care for our loved ones so much. And he is so right. It takes millions of dollars to take care of all the needs of these children. But if we don't step up and help in every way that we can, if it's just a little at a time with our time, then we are missing the boat. We're missing out on some of the most precious things that we can do for other people. I have a book out. It's called It Takes Courage to Be a Caregiver. It just was released at the end of December on Amazon. It's also in Kindle version. So if you want to do the Kindle version, then it's it's not expensive to get that at all. And I also want to just say thank you again to Ken for the work that he does on behalf of families who have children with cerebral palsy. And to learn all of this information tonight, Ken, you are amazing. And I just, if if I could, I would have my arms around your neck and hug you for the work that you've done because you have really touched my heart with so many things that you have already been doing that I wasn't even aware of. And there are people that need to know we are going to do everything we can to get them to your site and to open the doors even more for you to be able to come onto programs and to tell us even more what we need to do as parents. Thank you for advising us to get out there and talk to our senators and our representatives that are in Washington and let them know They have to remember that these children don't have a voice unless we are that voice. And we cannot let the most vulnerable people in our society go without getting everything that they need. Ken, thank you again for being here. I appreciate it so much. It's been my pleasure. Thank you. You're listening to Courage to Overcome, and if you want to get on my website, it's CourageToOvercome.com, and my name is Cheryl Jennings, G-I-N-N-I-N-G-S. Let us hear from you. Let us know what you thought of tonight's show. Thank you, and I'll meet you next week at the same time. You've been listening to Courage to Overcome with your host, Cheryl Jennings. Be it Down syndrome, cerebral palsy, or autism, listen each week for an informative look into the lives of those challenged by these and other disabilities today on the next episode of Cheryl Jennings' Courage to Overcome. You've been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.